0: Welcome to the Shire Fit Podcast. We created this podcast to help you achieve your goals. I'm Jack Fletney, the founder of ShireFit, and my aim is to give you the best fitness, business, and mindset advice so you can go and smash your goals. Okay then, welcome to uh, another ShireFit Fit podcast. And um, we are real lucky today because we have Ed with us, um, who is a team competitor and has competed just recently at the British Team Championships, uh, which is down in Brighton. Is that right? Yeah, down in Brighton. Amazing. How are you doing? You okay? I'm good, thanks. You? We've literally just done a training session, haven't you? So you yeah. fully recovered yet? Yeah, get in there. It's like um, shaky still. Amazing, mate. I suppose the first thing I want to do is just get a bit of a, just to get to know you a little bit more. Awesome. But so firstly, how old are you? I'm 15. 15 years old. Um, and how long have you been doing CrossFit for? Uh, about a year and a couple of months now. Amazing, mate. So, just to give you a bit of a perspective, we've just been doing a session that involved probably accumulating around 30 muscle ups. About that, yeah. Um, and then did loads of squat cleans, pull ups, and burpee over bar, which was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Quick. Um, Quick. Uh, so, I suppose, quick fire questions then so we can properly get to know you. Right. Uh, I'll give you a question mate, you give us the answer. Okay. So, uh, first one, what is your favourite CrossFit movement? Oh, uh, uh, Muscle-ups, first thing I learned. Okay, awesome. Uh, what is your favourite hobby outside of CrossFit? Uh,
1: I love uh, educating myself and like knowing stuff around food nutrition.
0: Okay, yeah, we talked about that earlier, weren't we? Yeah. I'm sure we'll go on to your future plans. Okay, this is probably the most serious one. Uh, would you rather be able to fly or breathe in the water? I think breathe underwater. Why? It's so cool. Okay. Like, there's so much that we haven't seen. That's true. That is true. Um, what is your favorite CrossFit move? I uh, saw your least favorite CrossFit move.
1: Uh, cycling hang squat snatchers. Did that. so specific. Did, did that for the first time the other day. That was horrible.
0: <laughs> so, okay, hang squat snatcher, but oh in a what? Okay,
1: I like it. All right, it was horrible.
0: Uh, well, well, talking about nutrition then, what is your dream meal? So, if you have any meal right now, what do you have?
1: Right now, regardless of how it would
0: affect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you want, yeah. Spaghetti carbonara. Okay, I thought you could way worse than that. Mine's five guys all day long, I oh, think. Spaghetti carbonara. Um, <gasps> If you could live in any of the place in the world you wanted to live, where would you live?
1: Uh, I reckon Spain. Spain? I love Spain. love speaking Spanish. That's what I
0: learned at school. Can you speak Spanish, can you? Moderately. Okay, so after this then we'll do a Spanish version of the podcast (laughs) for the Spanish (laughs) listeners, yeah? I think we've got like one or two, I think. so. Uh, uh, It's a good question. If I gave you £100,000 right now and you only had one hour to spend it, what would you get?
1: Uh, Finish my garage gym, pay for a house, buy a car
0: that's pretty good that's a good thought and then uh the final question then how many wall balls is too many wall balls? karen 150 150 good work that's my favorite workout <laughs> mate um awesome absolutely love it well i suppose uh next things i sort of wanted to get just to chat about really is firstly like your sporting background because i've just seen you work out i've obviously chatted to you uh probably a little bit more recently about some of your training i yeah. you're seeing some of the awesome things you're doing and uh your improvement has been unreal so how quickly you've picked mm-hmm. it up so what has been your sporting yeah, background so what have you what have you done in the past
1: so when i was younger my mum always like wanted the main thing for me because we always went down to cornwall to learn how to swim so if i ever fell in it would be fine so i swam i think from around the age of two and uh, then swam all the way up until around the age of ten, where I was lucky enough to be offered to go into the swim team, and I didn't take, stupidly I didn't take that up, but I was offered the opportunity. And then from then on, my uh, dad was a rugby coach, and he both sides of my family played rugby as well, so I played rugby from I think under sixes all the way up until uh under four, 50, 14, 15s last year where i went out because uh i got concussion and dislocated my shoulder oh just a bit
0: yeah yeah the classic rugby injuries right <laughs> yeah it's fantastic uh so how old were you when you dislocated your shoulder and, and I... had concussion injuries was that all at the same time i was 14 yes yeah, so i got concussion
1: yeah i got a knee to the side of the head in a ruck yeah. and ended up like somewhere on the sideline Okay. I don't know how that happened. And what position were you I was flackered. And have you not sort of gone back to rugby since? Uh, Not since. I've played around with uh, touch rugby and possibly going back in.
0: But since finding CrossFit and training CrossFit, I think, that's like my main... I think... I've seen rugby players transition to CrossFit so well their power yeah. output and just their, you know the ability to deal with that hardship and the physicality of, of CrossFit I think transitions so well yeah, exactly. um, and I've seen so many people that start you know doing CrossFit as a hobby to improve their rugby but then actually end enjoy up enjoying yeah, it more that's how I started it. yeah my mum was like oh you can build some basic fitness
1: up with this like CrossFit thing that I've been doing mm. that she found when we went away so she's like just give this a try a couple of times a week and soon my fitness went up everyone was like oh look at him he's he can run around tackle and get back up again mm. and it was like oh what are you doing i showed them this and i've just kind of deviated into crossfit
0: love it and i suppose training wise then were you do anything else had you ever done a burpee before had you ever done any kind of conditioning weightlifting
1: um, i think with swimming we did like general like press-ups and you just do like sit-ups and stuff for basic swimming so you're good at that but not until my mum found CrossFit in, I think, 2012, 11, around like, the first time the games was put on. She saw it on TV and uh, when we went away, and she was like, I'm going to give that a try. And soon enough, she came home and was enjoying herself going to this uh, CrossFit gym. It's like something I'd never heard. I was like, oh, you, you can do that yourself. I'll carry on with my rugby. And soon enough, she brought in, like, burpees and was showing me videos of all these, like, really, big dudes and obviously to a little person like a muscly man is like wow yeah it's like he's put in hard work and that's like what I want to look like and soon enough yeah I was learning burpees but up until my mum started CrossFit I didn't know what a burpee was or butterfly pull-ups or anything like that
0: yeah it makes complete sense so you started getting into CrossFit were you doing it like did you start going in straight away and doing loads you got to think it's only just over a year ago right properly
1: so uh, the year is just me properly training So that's yeah. training uh, five, six times a week I'd been doing it a bit before that So I think I did about five, six months of like maybe one class a week Maybe two going to the, like the team one And I would just be like absolutely destroyed after every <laughs> time I went Do you I'd,
0: remember your first workout? Uh,
1: I think it was, it was a Wednesday night class And I said to mum, look I really want to try this CrossFit thing Will, like, will Greg let me come along and like try one? and that's
0: because you train over at unit 22 right We're yeah train, well, train at so. unit 22 greg yeah. and bonnie awesome
1: uh and yeah he said he can have it a go but he's not allowed to lift like super heavy weights he has to go under the like female rx kind of stuff so i was like oh hey, that's fine i just want to have a go and i don't know it was sub horrible i think it was thrusters or something like fran was my first workout love it that's the first like memorable workout
0: <laughs> oh, I think the first time I did Fran so you, you, I did it in most like people remember the first five, one. six minutes. It's like oh Yeah. It's uh yeah, Fran Fran I think if you haven't done Fran before and you're a crossfit, oh, you need to God, go in there and yeah. go and do it straight away. It's one of those workouts so historic and a lot of nostalgia with it. So yeah. You, you obviously then started to properly get into CrossFit, pick up some of the movements, learn the movements, mm-hmm. and you obviously had a good base of fitness already. Um, how did you find, Is what did you find addictive about CrossFit? Was it the fact that you were able to start learning more? Was it the fact that it was really challenging? It's, this is the thing where people say, oh, you're a bit strange. Uh,
1: I really love the feeling of uh, like, when you get into a workout, and like in that one where it starts to get hard, and you're like, I have to push through this mm-hmm. to carry on. And just the feeling of
0: it being difficult, and then pushing through it. We've spoke about this before, actually, because the 10 components of fitness don't include anything with the mindset. And yeah. I think um, uh, um, if you listen to a past po- podcast with Ben, I think we talked about that a little bit, and he's obviously specialised in mindset, how important it is, and we yeah. were just talking about in your session then, about being able to really, really dig in and deal with yeah, the pain so and I can, keep moving. I can deal with it for a long time, but if you like, accumulate,
1: say, in that workout, four minutes of just going hard, That's not what I would choose to do. I'd choose to do something like, say, 40 minutes and upwards. Yeah. And I could just keep
0: going at the same pace. Yeah. And you obviously got, you just said a minute ago, five, six sessions a week. Yeah. You're obviously now doing training that, which is a lot of volume as well. Did you start doing that with a goal in mind, or did you start doing that because you just enjoyed it? Originally, it was to get better at rugby. Yeah. Because my whole team,
1: uh, we're all getting to that age where we'd moved up to a bigger pitch and it's all like that teenage boy phase where every you start to get a bit chubby or uh some people go the other way they shoot and can be really skinny so I was like I want to be the one that can run around this pitch and show everyone what we need to like what fitness it is mm. like, I could I want to be able to tackle ruck and then get back out into my position and be ready to go again and originally it was just for that it was for rugby and just general fitness looking good and stuff like that but then it cha- changed into me wanting to do crossfit because i
0: enjoy the state of crossfit and want to compete and what was the point where you're like i'm going to try and do a competition now was there was there any um, moment i think it was either
1: mum showed me or it was advertised on my instagram feed the british teen championships which we'll talk about in a bit i i saw that i think six seven months before it was um the competition was around so this was bear in mind like four months into my proper training say training five times a week and I see this competition I'm like that mum's like that's a good thing to look up to you should go go and try that so soon I registered myself and was like now I've got to commit I'm gonna do well in this competition and that was what I've looked up to I competed and loved it so it's now just looking for my next one
0: I love that That's, uh, well you know we, we spoke a little bit before the competition and when the lead up to yeah, we it did. so how, how did you or how have you been modelling your training then so you said you train five days a week is there anything you do in particular or is it very much like you know when I used to train uh, probably when I especially the first maybe two or three years of doing CrossFit mm-hmm. I would just go in the gym and just do what I felt like I needed to do what, uh, what are you doing at the minute I usually follow Greg's programming Yeah. so I'll do. Uh, train
1: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, complete rest day on Thursday, do nothing, Thursday, Friday, and then Sunday, just do light stuff, aiming not to, just to flush out everything from the week. Okay. So I'll follow Greg's programming, so we'll usually, like, squat or deadlift on the Monday, and we'll do clean or snatch on the Tuesday. Wednesday is either, like, a partner ward or, like, interval kind of stuff, so EMOMs and AMRAPs, that kind of stuff. And then Thursday, obviously, rest, roll, stretch, do what you need to do to get better, go for a walk. And then Friday's comp train. So it's like like what we did today, a simulation of short, fast workouts with like high skill movements. So it's like we did, uh, I think it was the Battle for the Midlands workout, which involved heavy dumbbell snatch, handstand walks and muscle ups and stuff like that. And it's just who can, just com- all the people come together, it's like compete to get do the best in the workout and then fr- uh, friday we've done saturday is team work, so we'll lift in the morning do an hour of lifting so it'll usually be whatever i didn't do on a tuesday so if, say i snatch on the tuesday or then clean and jerk on the saturday and then after that we'll do a team workout so it's usually in team between teams of two and four and it'll be like a nice 40 minute w- workout split into like four parts and we'll go back to back on that may i
0: ask Uh, So, yeah, so you're basically not messing around, doing a lot of training, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: not being stupid about the training, yeah, but still doing like what I need to do to get better. Awesome.
0: Uh, so obviously, we've been you've been sort of prepping for this competition, uh, which was the British Teen Championships, yes. Since I think it was the second or third year they've run, it, not it? Now, yes,
1: it's the first year they've done the Masters after, but I think it's the third or fourth, yeah,
0: awesome. So uh, this competition, how did you feel in the preparation for it? Because this was your first comp, and obviously, going straight into, uh, you know, for, for yourself, a very high level competition. You know, you're competing against other teams around, uh, around Britain that are trying to, uh, well, uh, probably training just as much as you, maybe doing CrossFit longer than you have been. How were you in the preparation? Where was your head at? How was your training?
1: So, originally I signed up to it and straight away was breaking it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to be able to, because at this point I would just started, I was like, I'm not going to be able to get to the point where I can compete the, uh, like a high standard. And slowly over time, I started to dial in my techniques for lifting and my numbers were slowly increasing and my, like, I was starting to catch up with the like, older, fitter men in the uh, uh, Unit 22. It, and I was like, hold on, I'm I'm getting better here. And then leading up, I hit a couple of PRs, I hit like an 85 kilo clean and jerk and my 70 kilo snatch and all of that. And I was kind of like, maybe, maybe I do have a chance of doing well in this competition. But mindset, I talked to you before it and I I can't say I was the best in my head. I, I was probably really nervous, but I tried to brush it out the way so no one thought I was nervous. Mm. And then, yeah. Since talk, when I was talked with you before, it kind of set everything. I was like, I know I'm gonna go in and do my best, and then my but doing my best, I then came out with a good outcome.
0: Mate, so true. We spoke about it, and uh, and the biggest thing, and I had this as well. My, my first competition, it was that comparison. I was comparing to everyone else yeah. and thinking I wasn't good enough. And it's the worst thing you can do, could be, mm-hmm. you know. and it goes for anything. You can't sit there and compare to anything or anyone because you're all on your own paths and sometimes what you see is also true. Yeah. And, uh, and that goes with competition, especially against some of the competitors. Yeah. You, you sit there and worry about what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I'd sit there and look at their Instagram and it's like, he's like snatching a hundred, triple figures. It's yeah. like, I'm yeah. never gonna be able to do better than him. Mm. But then it gets to the workouts and he's like, oh, I'm I'm running like a minute
0: faster than he is. Yeah. There's always, mate, that's why you, you, you could never ever compare to people. And I suppose, I think the other thing we talked about was also worrying about what other people think. Yeah. Uh, and it was really nice to chat to you about that and just try and get you in the headspace where you, you can't worry about what other people think mm-hmm. um, because you'll never progress anywhere if you're constantly thinking about other people's opinions. And uh, I think, you know, also because you were worried about not performing well and your people so your members and things thinking you hadn't, you weren't doing well enough. Yeah um, but as I said you for they'd all be so supportive of you and mm-hmm. they just want to see you do well. And I think you it's all about changing perception of what is doing well and for you it's all about going out there and putting your maximum effort in and if you do that, being, being happy and content with where you're at And knowing that there's things to work on And keep getting better But Exactly um, yeah. this, this obviously we, we sat down and chatted about that Fast forward To competition It was a one day or two day competition It was a one day competition One day competition So a, uh, four events The fourth event was
1: split into two parts Yep uh, The first event was at 8.15 And the last one was around 3.30 in the afternoon Pretty long day then of competing So Five yeah.
0: events or well, five workouts as yeah, as well as yeah, all yeah Yeah um, so, going into it, then you, you, you did start to get fed what the workouts were, didn't you?
1: Yeah, 24 hours before I knew the first three workouts and I saw them. It was like, hold on, I, I quite like these. They're, they're, far, they're fast, but grueling. And I was like, I can do well in these. And yeah, the fir- I think the first one started off with a beach run in Brighton. So, it was 400 meters across the horrible pebbles that are there. Just felt like they were, your feet were sinking. And then it went on to three rounds of five sandbag cleans at a 20-meter carry, and then to finish another 400-meter run. And then it turned out I was one of three to fin- actually finish the workout. So that kind of put me in a good mindset going into the next one, like, hold on, I do have a, I'm sitting in third here. I could, like, I
0: could do something well. Uh, so third place in the first one. Uh, Shame there was any swimming in it? I yeah, know, there's it no in swimming this year at all. Yeah, it moved into the uh, second workout was the second one.
1: It was a max rep hang snatch. Yeah, but you only had four minutes to do it. Yeah, so it was very quick. Know what we you spoke want to come up bar.
0: Didn't we? Because we sort of we said to them they're probably gonna be a situation where, you know, with competitions it's nature of beast be you're not gonna get a long time to lift like you might do in a class. So yeah, um, with those four minutes, we said about mindset going into it, making sure you're really warm. Mm-hmm. Walking straight into the event and being able to uh, know exactly what lift you're gonna do and know the game plan if it goes well or if you miss it. Yeah, like I said you before the adrenaline, you find the weight actually often feels lighter. Oh, yeah, it was,
1: I went back and like tried to snatch sixty five afterwards. I was like, oh, this feels heavy. This feels heavier when I hang than when I
0: hang snatch it in the yeah. event. It's like
1: so sixty five kilos. That's incredible,
0: mate. Fifteen years old. That's such a big weight. That's that's unreal. Yeah,
1: sixty five. It went off in the, the last I think eighteen seconds. Yeah, I kind of hit sixty. I was like, hold on, I can put another like. Some some weight on here. I just threw the two and a halfs on each side. Looked up, picked it up, and just jumped under it. It was like, I got it. I <laughs> caught it. It had a little shake in my right shoulder, but then stood it up and got my feet in, and he gave me the rep like three seconds to spare. Perfect. I know.
0: What three?
1: What three? It was a nine-minute AMRAP with uh, one of the movements changing every three rounds. So it started with nine burpees over bar. Uh, then. Nine uh, pull-ups, then nine power cleans at thirty-five kilos. So it's f- relatively lightweight. Um, but after three round, after you do your three rounds of pull-ups, the pull-ups then change into chest bar, mm. and then after doing three rounds of chest bar, they change into bar muscle ups. So depending on how far you progress, like separates the skill groups. So I think I got uh, five rounds and four reps into that, which put me in second place
0: awesome that's, that's fantastic where did your lift put you you snatched you know my lift joint second so so good so you went into the final then in second place in second place
1: yeah and i was uh it was an awesome heat the final because it was the top four people all sat facing each other in like a square and that was awesome you kind of just had like a square of seeing Like i know where he's going i know how he's doing yeah. and what was the final workout final workout it was pretty uh horrible it was twenty one fifty nine of uh, dumbbell thrusters, fifteen kilo dumbbells, and then deadlifts at fifty kilos. So you had a five minute time cap for that to complete that. So I completed that thinking around, think, around two thirty. Uh, then you could rest uh, for the rest of your five minutes. You then had a minute to uh, switch, add five kilos to each pl- uh, each side of your barbell to increase the weight up to sixty. Then you then completed 12, 9, nine six of dumbbell shoulder to overhead with 15 kilo dumbbells again and deadlifts with the 60 kilo bar. And then to determine your score was uh, how many sh- dumbbell shoulders overheads you can complete after doing the workout. So I think my score in that workout was 96. So yeah, in the first workout, who, the guy who was sat in third behind me, he finished like two minutes after me, so I was like, hold on, I've just kind of developed my lead here. He, I don't know whether he blew out or he didn't like the movements. but. I like kind of generated this lead and then going into the last one I was like, I need to go hard on this one and by the end of it my arms off oh, <laughs> doing so of many shoulders, dumbbell shoulders yeah. overheads it was horrible like the last one I just get
0: Ugh. when you finish the workout it was like a sense of relief or uh,
1: I think it was sense of being proud of myself I, I did it and I did well
0: you put your max effort in
1: right? yeah I tried 100% towards this workout and both my family, my mum and my sister, who were there with me, both were happy. They both saw that I tried my best, and they saw were proud of me as well.
0: Uh, so all those results put you and you actually finished in second place, didn't you? Yeah,
1: but sadly on the day I got awarded third due to a, accounting counting error. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. These things happen sometimes. Yeah, it's but look, fine. You, you were st- the, the best thing about it was you were still really happy with third, yeah. and then you got contacted a few days later, didn't you? And yeah, you and told they told
1: told me I got second. It's like.
0: Even better. <laughs> yeah, but you're still waiting for the call for the first now. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, hold on. <laughs> Hopefully, well, um, yeah. I, I think it's fantastic. You know, first competitions, go and do something like that with with some really really high level competitors. You know, these teams that have been training for a long time, and we're see we see it now. Like, you I think very rewind eight years, there was no teenagers doing CrossFit. Yeah. And uh, now what we're seeing is the product of teenagers that starting at young like yourself now coming through, and I think. I've said it before on one of the podcasts I think the key really is now making sure that, that, that people like yourself and your age that are training out at this high intensity learn to move really well develop yeah. all the foundational strength and learn the right techniques to keep technique developing technique over just throwing weight on the which bar, is the yeah. key you know because I think uh, and we're starting to see anyway which is some teenagers starting to get injured and t- having some issues because they are so content on the competition side of things and yeah. not actually the development like- of skill and strength
1: the original um, like main team competitors some of them have just walked away with like injuries that have put them out of CrossFit forever because they've been jumping under like stupidly heavy barbells without knowing proper technique and there's yeah they just can't do it anymore like their knees are gone and shoulders yeah, which is a real
0: shame but i think you know i think it's, with the sport's now going for a point where it's now starting to learn exactly like where it fits how you've got to train for it, different age groups because in essence crossfit is a very very new sport compared to others yeah um that you know we would we'll probably say around 12 years has been going on for now so we actually haven't had the opportunity to view some proper facts and say yeah this is what happens over this amount of time of doing this kind of training and that's right I mean. uh but you're doing absolutely amazing. I suppose the final question for me is what's your next plan? So where are you going for in the future? Have you, uh, you said earlier that you want to do some more comps.
1: Yeah, I'd love to try some new comps. There's a competition, that uh, Unit 22, that Greg said I can com- uh, qualify for. It's pound for pound. Yeah, uh, I know you had a couple of competitors in it uh, two weekends ago, I think it was. And, uh, yeah, he said I think that's like one competition I can kind of go against Adults is uh, with my like less lesser amounts of strength is because it's all based off your body weight and For my body weight. I can lift like I can clean and jerk more than my body weight and snatch more than my body weight So it kind of puts me at a better contention of doing well Rather than if I just went into like a normal say I don't know strength and depth or something because I'm gonna have like 20 70 kilo thrusters mm and that's like 15 kilos off my max cleaning jerk but to some men, that's like one arm kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you look at Zach George,
0: a 70 kilo thrust is just normal. No, you're right. I think uh, that would be the, one of the hardest things for you now is find the right competitions to go and compete at, where you you, you know you're not going to be up against some of the RX males because of the, the weights and the movements are going to be maybe too much. Yeah. But just you know, taking the time, find the right ones to enter and keep developing. So you said to me earlier, uh, you, you said when the, in some of the facts about hobbies that you you enjoy learning about. Di- like diet and nutrition at the minute. Yeah. And you said you obviously, your plan, one of your plans is to try hopefully go to university to go and study that, right? Yeah,
1: go and study dietetics, and then that will enable me to medically treat people with like diabetes and obesity and like uh, culinary heart disease and stuff like that. That's and amazing. you can then provide a meal plan to them, uh, which you can confidently say this will bring down your weight but also improve your health at the
0: same time, so remove visceral fat and stuff like that. Mate, awesome. Well, hopefully we'll jump you back onto the podcast maybe in That'd a, in a year awesome. or two. And you can tell us about more of the plans. <laughs> yeah. But uh mate, awesome work at the competition. My Thank biggest you. thing, and we spend a lot of time support, talking about it with, with athletes all about mindset, and it was really nice to speak to you afterwards to say about how much you enjoyed it. And I think that's the key yeah, uh, for anyone jumping into competitions, you know, and trying to get to that next level or improve loads. The number one aim should always be enjoyment the, the other things that will come with it once you really do learn to enjoy and embrace everything that happens in the competition yeah but mate fantastic uh, i'm really excited to see you continue to progress and improve yeah, thank you it's crazy to think you've only been doing it one year and you're knocking out muscle-ups for fun you're doing <laughs> squat cleans heavy yeah. um, it's actually quite scary but uh yeah I'm, i can't wait to see you continue to get on and keep getting better thanks Jim on the podcast mate and i yeah, uh, thank I'm you sure we'll get you on a future one to talk about more competitions and how your training's going as well man awesome thank you cheers bro see ya